1: Grab your torch and dip it into the sexy St. Jeff candle, because No Buffs is back, baby! Here in the Classic Factory, I'm J.E. Skeets, along with my fellow tribe members, two guys who both go hard in the paint. Got the bearded one, Trey Kirby. hey hey yo, sorry. And No Dunks, <laughs> super producer, J.D. Hello! There he is, and here we are. We're here to recap episode nine of Survivor 42, titled Game of Chicken. And honestly... I can't think of three people better suited to discuss last night's episode than three dumb white guys who have never played the game before. We were built for this. Uh, uh, Shout out to the Live Tribe for joining us here right now on YouTube. If you haven't already, like the video, subscribe to No Buffs on YouTube, and if you're a podcast peep and you're listening to the show, Leave us a five-star rating and review. Helps us out in terms of rankings and helping people find our Survivor podcast here. We really appreciate that. Um, yeah, crazy episode. Uh, I thought it was a lot of fun for the first 30 to 45 minutes, a lot of laughter, some hilarious, uh, hilarious uh, ideas of alliances being formed, and then it got really, of course, intense in the final 15 minutes, and we'll start there because one, mi- one minute I'm making I-think-you-should-leave jokes about Jeff Probst <laughs> and his slick back hair and how he used to be a piece of shit, but people can change, and then, bam! It got extremely real, and it, and it really happened when the second tribe comes in, Andrea especially, sees that Roxroy is there, And that it's Chanel and Roxroy, and she is like, what is going on here? And then we have an open discussion about race in the game of Survivor and what her plans are. I'm playing my idol. Then Marianne, obviously, sharing she's going to do the same. It got real, uh, which I think makes for a really exciting episode of Survivor. I know some people are like, eh, I don't want this in my server. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, but, uh, yeah, what'd you think, man? Let's break it down.
2: Yeah, this was another powerful episode of Survivor, similar to me to, um, last season, season 41, when Deshaun had to choose between voting out Shan and staying true to his black alliance at the time yep. as well. So, yeah, I thought it was, a uh, this, this episode really had it all, you know, for a double boot, there was a whole bunch going on outside of just, you know, two eliminations, which would have made for a crazy episode as well. But, uh, Yeah, I just thought it was a very powerful episode. As the castaways mentioned a few times, Survivor is a microcosm of the world. Um, So it's only natural that real world stuff is going to cross over to gameplay. I thought Drea's raw emotions were super powerful. And then I thought how Marianne was able to really synthesize those and put words to what Drea was feeling, what she was feeling, and the directions that they were moving. I thought that was just as powerful as well. Here's what we got to do, though. We got to be a Lindsay and a Tory, and just listen. Yeah. We don't got to be a Jonathan and make it all about us. Because yeah. Because he was the only one I thought that really came out uh, poorly in this yep. entire Tribal Council. But uh, hearing from Drea and Marianne was really special.
1: Yeah, J.D., what did you think of this episode just in general before we sort of, like, get into the nitty-gritty of it all? Uh, what would you think overall?
3: Yeah, it's uh, exactly the same what uh, Trey just said. I enjoyed it. It was super entertaining in the first uh, 45 minutes and then riveting for the last yeah. 15 uh, you know, I will push back a little uh, on the Jonathan. I think he did come off looking a little bad. Uh, but, you know, from his perspective, it felt to him that they were coming at, at him. And I think it's reasonable for him to go, hey, what are you calling me a racist over here? I mean, that's... Well. But they were not
1: really going at him, and they were. <laughs> they sure weren't. was not being aggressive with him, so it I, was like okay. Relax, that, I agree. I agree with that. Yeah.
3: But I do think that if you are saying to uh, your fellow players at Tribal Council, I think it's at least in the realm of reason for him to go. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Like are you, you call me a racist here because mm-hmm. you that it was insinuated by Drea that it's a subconscious thing. I'm not saying you're a racist, but it's a subconscious thing, which uh, perhaps it is. I mean, and yep. that's, you know. Well, and that's 40 up for seasons discussion. prior say it sort of is <laughs> of Survivor. Sure. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, I saw a lot of people giving Jonathan a lot of, a lot of crap for that. And I was, it was just like, I don't know. I mean— it's tribal council and you're having a discussion and you are you're it, she wasn't being aggressive about it but i'm sure it felt to him that he was she was coming at it and nobody likes to be called a racist whether it's subconscious or not so mm-hmm. i'm going to i'm going to defend myself here and i think he took her feedback and the discussion very well in the end i mean they all seem to Get past it, anyway. Yeah. So, w- and which again, is this is
1: probably an hour conversation that's totally. uh, edited down Absolutely. to you know whatever yeah. it was, uh, five to ten minutes. Yeah. What, what do you? What do you? Th- I mean, I think Jonathan had a brutal episode overall <laughs> for a episode. bunch of survivor decisions that yes. he made, and I think he got drunk on power, uh, winning obviously uh, immunity and then doing the, the, the plans that he wanted to do. And somebody else, Lindsay, saying, "Have you thought about what happens when she plays her idol if she does?" Oh, no. This was a bad episode overall for him in a season where he's looked uh, like a superhero for most of the part and Mm -hmm. had been playing a really sort of flawless game maybe even up until this point. But anyway, um, yeah, I just thought that moment where Drea comes in and looks at Roxroy and she's like just has to be so, like, what the hell is going on? She has an alliance with Roxbury. They had this big alliance, we mm-hmm. should remember. Like, you know, there was a lot of people, of course. That's maybe never going to work, but she's got to be going, what is going on here? Uh, and then other people are pointing out, like, well, hold on. Can Drea do this and say what she said? I mean, I think you can say and feel whatever you want to. Uh, you should be able to. But they're like, she voted for Chanel. You know, she was coming into this tribal council planning on voting for Marianne. Marianne voting for Drea. Mm-hmm. Um I say yes to both of those things, but that doesn't mean your your plans or your emotions or your feelings can't change right at that moment when you see as as like look, I am not speaking as a black person at all, of course. Sure. But you can put yourself in her position and go, well, "What what is going on here? And I don't want this to c- keep continuing in survivor. And I actually have the power to change it here tonight." Mm-hmm. And then let's talk about it. Um and and it's also important to note Propes is the one that really says is this race related you know she's going through her emotions she's going through of whether or not she's gonna play the idol and then props is the one that really like rips the band-aid off and like okay let's have a conversation about this so I think that's sort of important to remember too it wasn't just like drea going oh my god we're talking about this now it was like she had a de- she was probably debating whether or not She should even go there and share those thoughts, I thought. Yeah, probably. She seemed super conflicted. Um, And
2: obviously, seeing Roxroy sitting on the jury really hit her hard. Yeah. Clearly, it must have been something on her mind going into Survivor that, you know, black players going out in a row, uh, one right after the other, uh, earlier than expected. is something that could happen. And once she realized, oh, I can actually do something to change this. I'm gonna do something to change this. So, yeah, kudos to Jeff Probst. I thought he was great uh, in this episode yep. uh, to open this into a discussion and just let the discussion go where it was gonna go. Uh, but yeah, um, I mean, you could just tell how real it was for for especially Drea. Uh, just just seeing like her physical reaction to seeing Roxroy sitting there, I thought was very obvious. And then obviously it hit Marianne as well too to completely change her plans. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you know, I mean, it's a it seems like a split second thing that they changed on,
1: and. If it is, then why not? I, I'm I'm totally with them. What do you think, though, JD, about the decision really from probes and ultimately the tribe to not then go and vote? Mm. Um, do you think they should always have to go up to the secret voting booth and do it? I know, like, the whole reason was, like, you know, this seems maybe very jarring. We are having a very intense conversation about race right now. And mm-hmm. then to then, all right, well, let's go and write down names on pieces <laughs> of paper um, but that is the game. I don't know. This is where I'm a little conflicted. I, I get why probes and producers and, and the tribe maybe even were like, okay, we're going to be voting for Tory here. Yeah. Uh, and they just decided not to do that. But on the other hand, uh, you know, that is the game of Survivor. So right. I, I'm not sure how I really feel about that decision.
3: Yeah. I mean, they they ended up eliminating somebody. So the game did progress. Uh, and it did make for a great moment when both marianne and uh drea. drea in a in an act of solidarity together take their yeah, yeah. their uh, idols out because honestly like that You've, kind before of four votes are cast even not right. even
1: written down but even said okay we're getting right yeah yeah
3: exactly so we're playing them and uh, and that's it so that was out of order because there was a moment where uh drea said i'm playing my idol just so you know and at that point we were still in the gameplay mode and she could have easily not played her idol I mean and everything that happened subsequent to that I mean this sort of a Johnny Fairplay thing to not play her idol after the discussion that they just had so there was no way that they were both not playing their idol so the way it unfolded uh, I was fine with ultimately Uh, (laughs) you know Tori poor Tori she, she, she had one move left you'd play play the thing the, shot in, uh, the, the shot in the dark and uh, it didn't work and bye bye Tori uh, so you know and this was the first uh, the first time this season I think that we've seen a bit of a live tribal right where it was just like mm-hmm. yeah some whispering and uh, so, some yeah. whispering and stuff and some uh, you know the, just the visceral shock of, of the, it was like a, a gut punch for them to see Chanel and Roxroy sitting alone like just the image of it just like holy shit like that guy was in our alliance. Uh, there's two black players over there here. We're the only two black players left in the game. We're each targeting each We're other. We're targeting here. each other. What are we doing here? Yeah. Like, uh, so, ultimately, for the show, I think it was much better the way they did it, but... I do, and I said this last time when uh, we were when there was a race thing that happened in the last uh, season. Is that I I just feel bad for black players because they have to play under the pressure of Mm -hmm. the outside world, where the other players don't seem to have that pressure at all. Yeah, Um, and it's just I hope that down the road they won't have to deal with this anymore. But uh, but they do unfortunately, yeah. and uh, you know, uh, time and progress and uh, yeah, I mean, I just hate that they that they both gave up their idols and they I don't know that they had to necessarily. I think a bluff could have worked or whatever, but they for the moment, for the for the bigger picture, they threw yeah. all of that out the window, and I get all that, but now, The game continues. They're both still in the game, both of them without their idols. And that And are people going to see
1: them? And I'm not even sure how close they were. They obviously weren't that tied together because they were going to be voting for each other. But now are they seen, are they targeted as like, holy crap, look at this solidarity of this moment. Now they're even more scary as a two-story. Like, does it come back on them even? I think that that's exactly what could happen. I
3: think it's terrible for their game because yes as you say like this is an unbreakable bond now you do not want either of them in the final two you want both of them on the jury mm-hmm. right because if one is on then there's get, then, then in your mind there's a guaranteed three votes for that one person who's all who's already on the jury like mm-hmm. or or the yeah, the three people who were on the jury so strategically just from a strict strate- st- uh, strictly strategic point of view they are, have the biggest targets on their back because you can't let them get to the end, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I thought Dalton Ross had an interesting point, too. Half the tribe is not even there to see what just went down. Right?
2: <laughs> yeah, like the first scene of next week's episode is going to be a wild one.
1: How does this play out when they go back to camp? And the discussion, I assume, continues there. Of course, from the tribe saying, what the heck happened? okay, so Tori goes home. What, what, you know, how's that go down? And then they share, I assume what went down and idols being played in all of this. Like, uh, that's a very raw emotional experience mm-hmm. that just only half the island has really gone through. Yeah. And how does the other half take it? And uh, that's, yeah, going to be fascinating next week, I think.
2: Well, and obviously Drea is going to be very interested to get to the bottom of how Roxroy ended up going home sure. in the first place, which uh, was the catalyst for the entire Second Tribal Council. So, yeah, it's uh, the way that this shakes out is going to be... Really interesting to see. I wonder how similarly it would have played out if somebody else besides Roxroy goes home. Because it did feel to me a little bit like Drea knew that they were coming after her. Perhaps she would have been playing her idol regardless. Mm -hmm. And if she plays her idol, perhaps Marianne does as well. But uh, they both lost an advantage last night. And they lost an advantage mostly for reasons outside of the game. Yeah. Which is is tough.
3: There's absolutely no way that... That it would have gone down the way it did if
1: Romeo was sitting there. Because that's what they were expecting to happen. Right, right. They knew- Those shots of Drea when she walks into the tribal council seeing Roxroy yeah. are like, you can see her brain like exploding. And like you, her trying to compute what happened, mm-hmm. trying to figure it out. And my God, now what do I do next? Yeah. And then on top of that, obviously, the idea of, like, the last thing I wanted or I'm tired of happening is a bunch of uh, people of color going out, you know, earlier than they probably should for whatever weird reason of Survivor uh, history. Um, All of that she's trying to figure out in in one moment is wild to me. And I just – the close-ups of her were crazy. Like, she was, like – like there was like obviously frustration and confusion and anger and like, yeah. And it it looked wild to me the way she was
3: reacting. And partly it's, it's, I I think, I mean, I'm, I don't know, but it's just like, it's the weighing of, am I still playing the game or are we going beyond the game? Yeah. Right. It's just like, do I, am I going to make this leap? And she was stunned. And I loved the, the part where Jeff is like asking her questions. She's like, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, just give me a minute here. And uh, kudos to Marianne, who was very eloquent oh my and sort And she jumped in and and she spoke so well about uh, about everything. So yeah. and was able to help Drea come up, galvanize what mm-hmm. it is that she's thinking, because uh, I know that. Uh, I sometimes have a hard time formulating words in regular situations, let alone in a situation like this. So so I can't imagine what she was going through. So uh, uh, mad respect for Marianne uh, in that sequence of events, Mm -hmm. for sure.
1: Yeah, and I think if I remember correctly, it was Marianne that said, all right, sort of enough whispering. I'm just going to tell you what uh, I'm really feeling here. And then, like you said, eloquently uh, shared her thoughts on just like those – unseen obstacles that people of color uh, have, like come in with the game and have to like because you had that grade and that like yeah we all have a 1 in 18 shot yeah but do we do though? we though <laughs> yeah. uh, which is yeah there's a lot of truth to that probably uh, especially again with Survivor Reality TV I mean Big Brother uh, I know just sort of going through their historic uh moment where a person of color also won that mm-hmm. had never happened in that's, Big Brother which a, is and, unbelievable. and they like ultimately were just like they they bonded together. The black alliance were like you know the cookout. We are going to do this because this is sort of crazy that it hasn't uh, happened already. Um, yeah, what what did you think about the the decision with Roxroy and him going home and and what and it, like how it sort of backfired for him with the whole <laughs> male alliance and all this and uh, you know. Omer and Hyacinth? No, we're, we're not really going to be no, doing that. You. Yeah, yeah. what'd
2: you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, I I think kind of a tough break for Roxroy with the way the tribe split ended up happening at the challenge, and he ended up on a tribe of all men uh, as well, so like, even if they were trying to push forward with a men's alliance, it would not have been able to happen since there was just all of them gunning for each other on the thing. Uh, To me that was just, there's one guy that's playing a little bit too much, a little bit too harder than anybody else, a little bit harder than anybody else. So if he's the one making the plans, let's go after him. Which uh, kind of seemed the case for Jonathan as well. Like as soon as you start making plans, that's when you really get a target on your back yeah. as well, right? As soon as you suggest somebody, they're like, oh, not no. <laughs> they said they said to vote somebody out. We're not doing
3: that.
1: <laughs> yeah, Roxroy. I mean, if he doesn't say anything about an all guys alliance, he's probably still there. And it's it's maybe uh, Romeo going yeah. home. But Omer, I think, was like. I can't do anything with Roxroy. Like he, I'm never going to be able to talk to him, have a conversation about the game, flipping a vote, going this direction. Where I, I can do that with Romeo. I have that sort of like uh, uh, vibe with him, and that's why we're going to get Roxroy out of here. <laughs> it just blew up in his face. The uh, the guys alliance. Yeah, totally. And I the the point the the main point that uh,
3: that Omar was making was I can't I can't beat these guys when we are down to five oh, yes, to get right. into the final four. And you sort of, yeah, I personally never think about that. And so I would always be like, Oh, we're final three, the three of us We're final three. But, uh, but just to think th- the, the final five and who can I be to get into the final four and then get to, I at least make fire or whatever. Sure. That's just like 10 steps ahead and he's a hundred percent. Right. So, you know, uh, Take it as a as a sign of respect, Roxroy, because you're a threat to to, to Omar's game, anyways, yeah. and we can't. I can't have you along,
1: you know. So that's a that's a great point. Some players they just hear final five and they go, boom, I'm in. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah I'm in. I'll, I'll, I guess I'll figure it out when we get there. But the real like sort of next level players are like, what? No, we'll get to final five. Then what? Fifth. I want to win the game. I don't Red. want fifth. I don't want fourth. I don't want to be even in the majority of losing. Like, where, where's my path for the million dollars? And yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the, the real good players, of like, that's not good enough. And he's in a lot of control. I mean he's got uh, Omar, like he's got relationships with everyone. He mm-hmm. can he can keep it taku strong. He can could have got he gone with the male alliance. He has other things I'm sure cooking, so he's feeling he's just trying to figure out which path makes the most sense for him and uh, he ultimately thought Roxroy wasn't a part of it.
2: Yeah, and flexibility in general is gonna be is gonna keep you around on Survivor. Roxroy yeah. had something where he was talking about the idea of the all men alliance, and he's like, you know, men We stick to our decisions. (laughs) We stay stubborn. (laughs) And that's probably really what got Roxroy voided out. They're like, this guy's too stubborn. He's going to stick to his guns with whatever he chooses. He's not going to be flexible with different moves and being able to change things. Whereas even Mike, you know, Mike flipped his vote Mm -hmm. eventually as well. And that's a guy who did not want to flip his vote. But he understands, hey, in Survivor, sometimes you got to do things that you don't want to do. So Roxroy more a better a better survivor run that I thought he was going to have yep. but it seems like he kind of went out for the reason you thought he would when it was at the beginning of the season you're like this is probably just going to be a stubborn guy yeah turns out he was a stubborn guy <laughs> yeah, but yeah. he did a good job of lasting for a long time
1: totally. uh were you a couple things were you shocked that mike ultimately you know does flip on him breaks his breaks his word and he's very concerned about how this was going to look <laughs> yeah. to everybody else which I think is a fascinating angle and then were you also uh surprised at all JD about how Roxroy took Getting voted out uh, <laughs> took it on the chin he really <laughs> did. I, I, you know, I don't know what I was expecting I thought he might be a little right. more like what or how'd you do that but not at all he seems like such a great guy uh, very much
3: uh, well you got me yeah like that he was blindsided <laughs> yes. like yeah. uh, you yes. know and uh, and Mike I was surprised that he went against his word yeah. and I think that he was very concerned about it. Outside of the racial thing, he didn't want he didn't want it to look like they were uh, doing anything against the main alliance that he had gave his word to. So, uh, yeah. So I was actually it's kind of cool to see that he was able to, you know, uh, uh, be flexible and vote somebody out that Mm -hmm. was in his alliance that he gave his word to. But I think that there is going to be chaos in the next episode because of it, um, and he was rightly—he was very right to be concerned about it. Um, because I don't think he was factoring in the race thing as well, um, as it sort of took everybody by surprise.
1: Sure, sure. And then he—he he right now is the only one with an idol, Mike right. case. and Drea could take that from him <laughs> if yep. she wants to, and maybe will, because uh, she still has a lot of uh, you know little. Little tools here to play. Is power. As as she moves on, yes, the knowledge is power. But um, yeah, and back to rocks. The one thing he did say, I guess, was High and Romeo got together and did this. I hope they freeze. <laughs> I like that. They look cold. Everybody, I mean, High shaking. Uh, yeah. Mary Ann was shaking when she it sat down there. Yeah, rubbing the legs. And like you mentioned, Jeff was oh super dripping. Slicked.
3: <laughs> Bring out the stakes. Dry shirt though. His shirt was seen <laughs> to be completely dry a somehow. Good point. So I don't know if it's that water wicking or water resistant. Uh, <laughs> material
1: but uh yeah it looks he looked great um let's talk about the start of the episode so right after the last tribal council where they come back romeo remember had got a lot of votes i think he ended up with three votes um but hi got the hinky vote and he uh well i don't think he played it all that well he, you could tell he was not happy about the getting vote? the one vote and it was from romeo and he's like who did this uh, and he thinks it's Romeo, and he's tried to figure out. Romeo's playing it off. It's not me, but he, of course, tells us in a confessional. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I did this. Create a little chaos. <laughs> Throw it on him. This guy wants to play the perfect game. Whoop. You just gave <laughs> up a hit, or oh. a walk at the very least. Uh, there goes the perfect game. But, um, yeah, I, th- I think it was the first maybe time. I was a little flustered. I don't think he went overboard, but... You know, someone went fluster. someone went home and he's coming back going, Who gave me the one vote? Yeah. Romeo just got three votes. He's playing it pretty cool, you know, trying to at least. Relax, High. Yeah, a little bit.
2: It was kind of like Shan last year. Anytime somebody would vote for Shan, it was like, I'm going to mark that down in my ledger, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I will not forget that. And that's kind of what this was for High. I I think that's something that we just can't totally understand, having not been there, because it seems like as soon as you see your name written down on a piece of parchment, that's the worst thing that could possibly happen, even if it's only one vote. Yeah. And maybe, you know, for High and Romeo, it seemed like they were going to be able to get into a skinny guy alliance at some point if you're if you're high in that scenario you see Romeo vote for you you know he's not with you anymore maybe that's an extra little bit of a sting there but uh ultimately
1: votes with them though of course. <laughs> yeah that's a
2: good point uh they got on board together and you know that to me is flexibility again is saying yeah you voted for me I didn't like that but we need to work together on this one. Right. We'll get
1: over it. Yeah, what do you think, J.D., about how high-handled the uh, one hinky vote? <laughs> and really, uh, Romeo's decision to do it, I, I think, yeah. is a part of the equation here. I don't
3: like Romeo's decision to do it, but I think it did get under his skin. I, I think, think so. it rattled him uh, a little more than uh, people seem to have think, or that High uh, is even willing to admit, it seems, uh, yeah, it it really bothered him. But I think that he could have messed with High in other ways, With you know, without, you know, throwing out that vote for no reason at all, mm-hmm. really. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, High is rattled, and I, the comparison to Chantrey is spot on, because she got rattled and every time she got a a vote she would lose a little bit of her mind a little bit you Mm -hmm. know and uh she became more and more uh chaotic and more and more unpredictable and uh more and more bossy which i could see high getting Mm. a bit so uh we'll we'll see if it works um but yeah i mean romeo i don't know i don't know how good he is at this game like uh, I like him as an agent of chaos, though. I do like it. <laughs> sure. But... Uh,
1: well, you I, always want that from a survivor player that's on the bottom. Of course. Just don't roll over a die. Right. Yeah. Do whatever you gotta scramble. do. Right. Yeah. Scramble, lie, you know, try and, like, get in the crack. Like, just do whatever you gotta do, really. Yeah. You know, to do it. I mean, that's what we all want from these players. Because everyone <laughs> likes to think, well, I would do that if I was out there. I wouldn't just, you know, take it on the chin and just go home. Um, right. But
3: you want to do it so that... You don't necessarily know it's coming from me, though, right? That's the problem with this. Hi knew it, immediately it was <laughs> it, it was
1: Romeo. It didn't. Well, it, like he, hold on. Did he know it? Why are you asking? If you really know it, he he the, to, that was theater. Okay, he was going around and yeah.
3: excuse me, Tori. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> Did you vote for me? <laughs> no, hi, I definitely didn't yeah, yeah. vote for you. And then Romeo's huh, okay. sitting right there, you know, like yeah. I, that's how I took it, yeah. like. You know, so but his emotions were showing, and he knows that it was Romeo, and uh, you know. Then the sweet irony is that they have to work together <laughs> to get up. to get uh, Roxroy out, and
1: uh, that part of it was great. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Let's talk about the challenge, the balancing mm. on the uh, triangular platform there in the choppy water. Everybody always points out that uh, Snoopy would kill at this uh, challenge. <laughs> you just, can't lie on top nice. of it. No, you do, oh, it's a good point. <laughs> anyway, I love that. Every time I see that I come across Twitter, I laugh. Uh, but Probes tells us two people winning immunity, and the tribe gets divided into to two, which is why we get the Roxroy and Tori, of course, going home last night. Last person standing, though, Okay, from both tribes gets the necklace, but the last one overall gets the beef and veggie kebabs <laughs> for their team. So this thing is dumb, windy. Huh? Maybe Snoopy couldn't even have on top of this, but uh, four drop out immediately. Like it looked like in the first five seconds, like they can't get their balance yep. and they're off. High ends up winning it for the orange uh, tribe. Again, they're split into two. So he's safe at tribal council. He's still up there, but then we got Lindsay and Jonathan and uh they, she put up one hell of a fight. Well, I mean they were that was pretty impressive. All, like really all three of them but really Lindsay and Jonathan uh and I guess and high because it came down to those two but Lindsay falls back into the water. So we have our winners and then Jonathan um ultimately takes it. So he wins the food uh for his tribe there. But what do you think of uh the challenge that we've seen before? But I don't ever remember it in this
2: choppy like water. This, no. yeah. Seems the most wavy yeah. uh for sure. This is one I think that I would be excited to see if I were on Survivor. I'd be like, I could do well on this one, but now I'm not so sure because <laughs> I think with the wind and the waves, Jonathan being the biggest guy out there, I think it has to be an advantage. Usually I think being the biggest guy would be a problem for okay. that balance, uh that balancing yeah, kind of challenge. Yeah. But when you weigh that much more. Maybe you're a little bit yeah. more sturdy on that. I don't know. I thought it was great. I thought uh, Lindsay had a couple of great saves where she was like back and forth and oh back my and forth. God. All I could think of was Tas Mellis. I'm going to tame that beast. <laughs> oh, <laughs> riding, riding the mechanical riding bull. Riding the mechanical bull. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought uh, I thought it was good. Except for I don't know. I would have been if I was high. I would have been like. I probably would have dropped out. I don't think kebabs would have kept me mm. kept me interested. Really? Yeah, oh, okay. not kebabs. If they would have told me uh, burgers and wings, yeah, I'm going for it. I'm
1: like kebabs. Come on, a well, cast iron skillet full of veggies? He doesn't even eat meat, right? He oh, maybe have, he was. Like, in but it but for there the was veggie, veggie yeah. kebabs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think I think probes did say that. Uh, yeah, JD thoughts on the uh, challenge and and Jonathan winning it. I mean, Trey is right. You bring up a good point. I hadn't thought about the weight and with the wind and all that. But usually the big guy does not farewell at these and it's someone yeah. like the build of a high or a mm-hmm. Lindsay or stuff like that mm-hmm. who ultimately almost did it but he pulled it up yeah I
3: I do disagree a little bit I think that Jonathan was at a disadvantage because he is very top heavy mm-hmm. and he the, was hunched way exactly. over I think, he yeah, played, I think that was true. the right strategy yeah, for totally. him because
1: high was way more upright yeah,
3: yeah. exactly um, but high did well yeah. when it when it started I was Rachel was watching and I'm like here's my picks I'm putting it in now I said, Romeo and Lindsay are taking this. Okay, okay. So it was very exciting for me because Romeo went out second on that side yeah. and Lindsay went out second on, on their side. Right. So um, I just thought that they had the bodies t- to do it. Yeah. Um, I was – I mean, I shout out to Jonathan because I think that he did – I think that he had a, a, a huge disadvantage just his weight, the way he was, and just – that's just pure athleticism. Right. That's just, just a guy it, who yeah. lives on the water. Mm-hmm. He, like, he's a surfer. Yeah, he's, he's always there. Like, and, you know, it, it's almost impossible. It's like a mechanical bull. Like, you're exactly right, mm-hmm. T- Trey. is like Tassie on the mechanical bull. Who lasts one second, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I can't imagine. I'd love to see Tass do that. Who would so.
1: win uh, this uh, challenge between the No Dunks team? <laughs> I mean I've got the right build so yeah, you've, you've got, got the, the build for you pretty good balance yeah. i see
2: Lee being good at it for
1: some reason too I
2: don't know he does have good balance yeah he does yeah he's uh, he's let the bar three slide no doubt Ooh, yeah, but, uh, that's that's he's true. got a decent core <laughs>
1: <That's> I, <true. laughs>
3: I think I think Tass because he's very F eff- he's in shape these days absolutely the guy's shredded absolutely Uh and he, of all of us, hates the water the most. Doesn't he, fall <laughs> in. he doesn't want to fall in. Uh, <laughs> nice, right? true.
1: So, probes would be throwing him a life raft. <laughs>
3: That's or, right. <laughs>
1: or a Ring, I guess. Uh, yeah, good point. We'll have to do it. Uh, sure. Maybe we can uh, set that up. Well, if this was like the high point for Jonathan, the episode, I think, because it sort of went downhill after this. Yes. He got. Okay, so they're cooking up kebabs, and he comes up with this idea to blindside Drea. Uh, get out, get her out of the game with that island in her pocket. they know that, so he tells he decides to tell Marianne the plant, okay, you know they've had a long time together on the mm-hmm. island you yeah. know they, they we, we've seen them butt heads, but they do seem to be you know taku strong, but then tells her, well, you're gonna be the fake target like right away that I thought was one of like the r- rules of survivor don't do that ever yeah. don't don't mm-hmm. tell. Especially someone when you're close with or whatever, like you're just gonna be the uh, you know the fake target. We're gonna use your name to tell to tell Drea. You don't you don't do that. No. Especially when that person that you are trying to get has an idol and everybody knows it. <laughs> That's right. That's the crazy part.
2: Yeah, there was a there was the part where Jonathan was talking to Lindsay about it and he explained the plan. Yes. And she says something like, "What if Drea plays her her immunity idol and then suddenly Marianne goes out?" And it was just like. <laughs> a major record scratch moment yeah, like yeah. he hadn't even considered that oh, that was I a possibility it. and it was back to the 11 triangles I felt like in that very moment yeah. but uh yeah Jonathan was like finally I get to make a call That's- finally I get to choose who's going home here I've played I've gone under the radar as much as I possibly can being the biggest guy out here helping in all these challenges he was not going to let somebody tell him the other let, he was not going to let somebody else make the plan. That's right. Once he got the necklace. And once you get those blinders on, you might make a bad decision, which I think is what happened with Jonathan. But why wouldn't he just say Tori is like the, fake that's clue? the part. She's that on makes the bottom. No since sense. the beginning. If you're going to say somebody else is the decoy vote, she's the perfect one to say is the decoy vote since you've been gunning for her for a long time.
1: Yeah. Like what's even his thinking to not use Tori as the target that you tell Drea who you want to ultimately get right. out and try and get her out with the idol. What like what is the reason that she'll find out and she's really good at like getting out of these situations? I don't really get it.
3: I my guess is that she factors into the larger plan that he has with his two top guys, which are High and Mike, who are not there. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's probably why he didn't want to involve her. I guess. Also, again, he's not this. He's not a strategic mind. No. Like uh, you you know. That last night. uh, Min Power
2: saying Jonathan assumed that Tori and Drea were close. That's true. That's what Lindsay was saying. Lindsay was
1: like, that's not true. You don't know. I'm telling you what you don't know. And he was like, look, he was, again, he was drunk off the immunity necklace. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He was drunk off of food, if we're being Mm -hmm. completely honest. Probably, you know, like, oh, now I'm feeling sharp. He's probably drunk off the small power, uh, sorry, the small numbers of these smaller tribes you know it's it's he thinks oh it's a little easier that we can like blindside and do this i only need like x amount of votes i'm with two people that i've been with the entire time this easy he's that and he's like so he's really got caught up in i gotta i gotta start writing my resume yes Mm -hmm. he i gotta get my resume going here and this (laughs) is uh this is the the play until Lindsay said well what happens if it's not the way you think it is and mm-hmm. very easily could just be someone playing an idol and then everything screwed up. And you're right. His brain went like it exploded in his head there. Um But he just played it extremely poorly. He probably, I just don't even think he doesn't need to worry about building the resume. Your resume is going to be, if you get to the end, like how did I get here? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's your resume yeah. done. And you're a nice guy for the most part. Everybody also does like you. You're not a dick. So like, He's just thinking, like, oh, big game survivor move. If I get there, they'll never give it to me unless I have, like, a strategic checkmark, I think. Uh, yeah. And he thought getting someone who does appear powerful in the game, Drea, I mean, I guess in theory it would have been, mm-hmm. right? But he went about it the wrong way. Yeah. I, and, yeah then, totally and then, unfortunately right. for him, you know, Roxroy is sitting there when they all come in, and then things are completely turned on their head.
3: Right. I mean, in his defense, if he was going to make a big move that's the time to do it because he had immunity. And he did mention that I'm a big guy. I'm a huge threat out here. I've been playing it cool. I haven't been rustling any feathers. And as you say, uh, if I'm going to put something on my resume, now is the time to do it. He just came up with a boneheaded plan, (laughs) really. and, And ended up rubbing people the wrong way. Uh, in his alliance, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, because of it. I mean, and then some of the things that that were said about him, again, I don't think are super fair. Uh, I know that him and Lindsay had a big fight and, you know, they weren't agreeing with each other. And he's saying, you're not listening to me. And then in her confessional, she's saying, he's not listening to me. Right. So, well, who's not listening to whom? It sounds like you're having a fight, right? (laughs) Yeah. And then she says, he's walking around like he's top dog, all, you know, all of a sudden. Well, Lindsay, yeah. guess what? He just won Im- <laughs> immunity yeah. well, exactly. and he is sort of the top dog in terms of feeding and uh, sheltering this
1: <laughs> this tribe, right? So, I Yeah, mean, but, but hold on. If they're so tight, his first thing should be to sit down with Lindsay and say, all right, let's talk this through. Mm-hmm. I agree. Okay, Drea's got an idol. We know that how do we flush this out? How do we either get her to play it or just blindside her completely? And then you talk with Lindsay. Mm-hmm. But at least the way we saw it, he's like, again, I think it's because I don't even want to talk to Lindsay because I need to come up with the plan. I need to own right. it and we need to like run with it so I get the credit. And then when she says, well, did you think about what happens when X happened?" Like, yeah. He's, and he's just like, it's not going to happen. Right. But that's not the right answer. Like no, it could. It won't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I just think, like, again, he should have – he really should have just really relied on Lindsay a little bit more to, like, let's talk this through, and maybe they could have executed it. But he mm-hmm. was – and that's where Lindsay's frustration, and I think it's fair. Like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> first off, Work with we me. know this isn't your strong suit. Totally, yeah. Uh, and, yeah, and also listen to what I'm saying because she was, like, again, breaking down, like, the dynamics of, like, who's working with who. She has a better grasp of it than he did because he Ooh. was completely wrong. Totally. Um, so not, not a great overall episode. And I wonder, I don't know, is are we setting up for a, a Jonathan departure here somewhat soon?
2: Uh, I guess it could be. Uh, he won an immunity, so that probably, you know, he's got a huge target on his back anyways. Tori yeah. won the first two immunities. Now she's gone. Jonathan just won the the third one. So if he doesn't win the next one, people have to be aiming for Jonathan uh, you would think. But I also, you know, it's not unheard of when you win the immunity necklace to be the one who wants to take charge. Oh yeah. But That's if it true. was Omer there instead of Lindsay, like if he could have went to his uh, his brain shield mm-hmm. and talked it out, that would've worked out so much better. Yeah. Because then like I don't know, just he just needs to trust in his alliance, in in his ones and his twos. Uh, somebody else to kind of back him up rather than just saying, This is my plan, we're doing my plan. I didn't think it through, but we're doing it anyway. Right? Yeah.
1: I think he's just so convinced, and maybe he's right, okay? I don't know, but, like, he's thinking, if I get to the end with an Omer, with a Lindsay, or with whoever, I'm not going to get any credit, and people yeah. are only going to want to talk about the strategic moves, and it's like, no, you were just the meat shield. You got us fish. You want us some things. Thanks, but uh, <laughs> yeah. you're not really that great a survivor play. Like, I think he's, he's aware of that, mm-hmm. and so I guess, like, good to be self-aware and that maybe I don't but I actually am not sure I agree with it like I said I think his best bet to win the game was to not don't worry about that actually and if you can somehow be there because you're just this beast of a dude uh, that's maybe just as impressive like it's flipped back around uh, the, the game of Survivor a little bit it's like it's amazing if you can just do that and get there in a way but he doesn't think so and maybe I'm wrong maybe it wouldn't maybe if he gets nah, there I, I think people that are going to be like it doesn't matter I,
3: I agree with you uh, look at what happened to Xander you know yeah. he's a guy who was a bit of a beast in challenges he made a lot of moves some really cool moves yeah. uh, that um, he had a the point he had a great resume going into that tribal council and he didn't get a single vote mm-hmm. right yeah. so I, you might be right just yeah. hey I played a cool I had fun you guys ate and uh, I'm sitting here next to who? Romeo? And uh, who's left? Who's a, who's a goat? I don't
1: know. <laughs> uh, we got a question
3: about that. Okay, man. we'll leave that. Save we'll leave that. By. Okay, all right, all right.
1: Uh, anything else, though, from this episode before we take our uh, first break? I mean, we talked about the, the male alliance and Roxroy there, um, Jonathan and uh, Lindsay getting into mm-hmm. it, obviously what happened at the tribal council. Um, yeah, what, anything else to add? I think I'm good. Yeah, JD. I don't JD? think I do anything of that. Yeah, I think we covered everything on. June I see 9. the live try pointing out uh, the amulets are all still alive. Yes, we're down to eight people, guys.
2: <laughs> I know. We only have like four episodes left. <laughs> it was or weird that this is episode nine already.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. So uh, that means yeah, we have Hi, Lindsay, Andrea. Mm-hmm. Right. With their, uh, with the, the amulets.
3: <laughs> See what happens there.
1: I know people are saying it. There may be only uh, powerful until the final six too. Wow. So if that's the case, do these, any of those three start going, we got to get rid of, uh, <laughs> you know, get rid of high or get rid of Lindsay or get rid of Drea. And like, how does that go down to make those even more powerful?
2: Well, that's a great question because, I mean, so what? How many people are left? Is eight. eight, two mm-hmm. more votes. Yeah. So between that and I would think that Drea should be trying to get Mike's idol. Now that she's played her idol, she's got the knowledge is power. You know Mike has one from saying his soccer phrase. Yep. She should go after that right away. So that should happen in maybe the next episode. And then if you got to use the, your amulet by six, maybe she uses that idol to somehow get out high who's been playing a pretty solid game yeah. as well, and is good, looking good going from that spot. I
1: don't know. We'll see. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's going to get real interesting here quick. And then the other question is, what happens to these idols? Are mm-hmm. they going back into play? There's still enough game left that, in theory, they yeah. could. <laughs> I mean, are they going to be plopped back out there on the island? Just one of them? Two of them? I don't know. Are they going to be a... Is there any way they're still like a, An like in a beware advantage yeah. to it? Like there's a concern for getting... I, no. I don't know. Uh, and we will find out. My goodness. Uh, I I almost hope they don't go back out, if that makes sense. I don't know. I don't see how it's they are pretty could. late. I mean, it's very late. Yeah. I I, I like the idea of, like, there, we know there's one. We know Drea has to steal it if mm-hmm. she wants to. Mm-hmm. Then there's all the amulet stuff still. And then there's a bunch of extra votes still. Right. So, that I mean, there's still it's lots to play with, right? Yeah. 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 But uh, we will see. Okay. Well, let's take our first break. Uh, When we come back, we'll get into a little tree mail and answer a few of the questions and uh, some of the comments that you guys shared. Don't go anywhere.
0: Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. courtside seats to an nba game and more head over to michelobeultra.com slash courtside to learn more
4: it's nba playoffs time and that means nba snack time i can't stop eating while i'm watching so many options in my house that i gotta cut out a bit i gotta switch it up but i know i'm not giving up sunflower seeds sure but maybe something that's not a food for that oral fixation perhaps good thought here's a breath of fresh air fume Fume takes your habit and simply makes it better, healthier, and more enjoyable. Fume is an innovative, award-winning flavored air device. Instead of vapor, fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, fume is completely natural. And instead of harmful chemicals, fume uses delicious flavors. You get it. Instead of bad, fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy and makes replacing your bad habit easy. Its taste is surprising. All natural stuff. It's fun to fidget with, and it's a good weight. The wood feels good, and it feels cool to use. Start the good habit by going to tryfume.com dunks and getting the Journey Pack today. Fume is giving listeners to the show 10% off when they use our code DUNKS to help make starting the good habit that much easier.
1: All right, back here in the Classic Factory, a little no-buffs talking about last night's Survivor episode. Let's get to some tree mail. Free mail, keep sending them in. No dunks at theathletic.com. Put Survivor there in the header. Or tweet them in at Nodunks Inc. We usually uh, drop a post asking for your uh, questions and comments after uh, every show so you can drop them in the replies. But we got some good ones here. This one is an email. We'll start with it. Uh, Jimmy D, Dear No Bups. that was me saying that incorrectly uh the other day i was thinking about the knowledge is power advantage what if someone else found it and used it against drea in this alternate universe would that person be able to ask drea for an advantage at tribal and receive all of her advantages or would drea get to choose which one she gave them this makes it really interesting because at that moment, Drea wouldn't really know what to do because, you know, you can't lie mm-hmm. with this whole knowledge is power thing. Uh, would she be able to go ask Mr. Jeff or production about her options? Even then, it would give away a ton of information to the tribe. Um, P.S. The jingle you guys use for Tremail makes me sing the chorus to Nellie and Kelly Rowland's song Dilemma every single time. Oh, no matter what I do. All I think about oh, yeah. is that, I guess. Dun, Even dun, when dun, dun, I'm dun. With yeah. My boo. Uh, Love it's it, similar. says Jimmy D. So, yeah, this, I guess, alternate universe, JD, where somebody else has found the knowledge is power, but right. someone that has a bunch of advantages. How how does this play <laughs> out? I
3: mean, it's a good question. You know, it's know. a great question. <laughs> um, I think they have to stop. I think they have to go. I think Drea would be like, what do I do here? Hey, yeah. Because, uh, yeah. Uh, like let's cut producers come in and say take her aside and say this is what's happening that this person gets to take one of your advantages just give them the advantage that you want because it's not it's not gonna be everything no for sure it it says I think it says uh, you can ask if you have an advantage yes and the answer to that is yes (laughs) may i have that advantage please and then you give i guess what do you give well that's the thing does the uh
1: does the person in this alternate universe have to specify which advantage they would like to take i don't think so (laughs) i think it's like a go
3: fish situation do Uh, you have an advantage yes i do it's like do you have an eight actually i have eight eights (laughs) I'm going to give you my least favorite. (laughs) Right. Okay. Or whatever. Yes. (laughs) That's what I think. And I think that they would have to, just so she doesn't blow up her game by saying, well, uh, which one would you like? And just opens like the Sesame Street character with all the the advantages on the inside of the overcoat. You know, Mm -hmm. I have this and I have this. And what would you like? I think it's just like she would have to be, it would have to be explained. Just give her something, give them something
1: yeah i think that's right ian uh in the uh, live tribe production would likely tip off drea in a confessional uh beforehand when they're talking how it would work and my guess is in this hypothetical you're you're gonna just have to give one <laughs> like so maybe i don't, I don't know I see don't this is what's that, interesting i don't if the think the person that that, says sure, go ahead i want do you have an immunity mm. uh hidden immunity Yes. Yes. That's one. Of, yes. Oh. Okay. Well, then I would like it. Then she can't say, "Well, here's my extra vote."
3: Instead, you know, I don't yeah. think it works like that. But it's one or the other, right? You're asking. You have to ask. Do
1: you have an idol? Yeah. Or do you have an, an advantage. advantage? That's it's a good one of the other. right. And I think that person has to ask the particular one. I don't think it's just a, right. a blanket statement. You got anything I could use? <laughs> yeah, I think it's uh, the asker has a lot of responsibility. Yeah.
2: They gotta oh, yeah. they gotta phrase it right. Do you have? an extra vote advantage do you have an immunity idol or right. something like that because as people are mentioning i think xander did have an extra vote mm-hmm. when liana asked him for his idol but she asked for the idol which he had at that point give it away yeah uh, to to trick her um so i feel like whoever's asking drea would have to ask specifically for one of these few things right. yes right yeah. do you have an amulet
3: You have an amulet. (laughs) What's an amulet, everyone says. Yeah, what? (laughs) But I don't think that it would happen in a confessional before Tribal Council because then you're blowing up the other game, right? Because if she goes in knowing someone's going to ask me for something, I'm just going to get, here, hold this. Somebody else hold it, just the same way that that, Xander did.
1: Well, not happening because she's got it, and she's got a lot of the stuff. And we'll see how she uh, implements it. I'm with Trey. I think this is... I think this is happening soon here, where yeah. she's gonna probably take Mike's. I mean, that's all uh, really the only. Well, yeah, the only one she sort of knows about. Can she even take amulets? <laughs> Do we even know if well, yeah, that's Why would you? Is that under the umbrella? I mean, she has one, so probably she has not. One. <laughs> she can just go get a second one. No, no way. So yeah, it's
2: either can you ask for an amulet? In which case, she could ask Kai or Lindsay, or she could ask Marianne for an extra vote, which seems unlikely so it's got to be got to be the
1: idol yeah yeah okay uh austin last week i made the mistake of calling drea thanos with the stones as the advantages there and jonathan thor with the muscles and long hair i completely read it wrong and was corrected after one episode what is your top survivor take that did a complete 180 real quick (laughs) well austin i'm not i'm not so sure did you did you read it wrong why why is jonathan still not thor at the very least. I mean, yeah. people were pointing out in the live tribe, J.D., you're the expert. <laughs> Thor's maybe the dumbest Avenger, isn't he? Dumbest Avenger. Hmm. Well, he is a god. Yeah. But, yeah, I, That I opens him up to some blind spots, Groot's I would
3: say. Not, uh, Groot, wow. Groot's not that smart, oh. is he? Oh. Yeah. Uh, Star-Lord is also kind of a dummy. Star- Star-Lord, like, Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, not an Avenger, though I guess. Yeah, okay, good point. Right. I'm
2: guardian.
3: What's Groot? Groot's a guardian. Yeah, he's a guardian too. Okay, so, uh,
2: does not fall under the realm of Avengers? If I mean, you're... technically, <laughs> technically no, no. I guess. No. Interesting. Huh.
1: They're the part of the big Avenger. alliance, but they're not in the uh, <laughs> core alliance. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, anyway, the the question, um, the complete one hundred and eighty, real quick. That you like you had to take, and then you are like, oh my god, man, I guess. I don't know if
2: I would say it was real quick because I still think Russell Hance should have won his first season. Okay, I still think he should have. He dominated the season and completely changed the way the game is played. However, if I was going to play like a player, I would want to play like Natalie, who actually did win the season. I just partnered up next to a power player. And let them be hated by everybody else, and then just swooped in right there at the end. I think the way she played was incredible, and I think it's a kind of game that not enough people use. You're starting to see it more now with the meat shields for sure. Yeah, Uh, but that's a that's one season, no doubt, that changed my mind like how to play Survivor. Sure, uh, in a lot of different ways. I
1: remember you being very upset. It's still crazy. It's it's still crazy, man. The guy
2: was finding immunity idols before you knew to even look for it. No, him. I know.
1: I know. What's even more insane is that he plays again and doesn't change his style at <laughs> yeah, all. Yeah, and exactly. thinks it's going exactly. to work for some reason. Yeah. Like, no. Smart. The one thing you needed to change to maybe win yeah. the game, be nice to people, you know, like don't be so yep. conniving. But uh, no, that's how he was going to go about it. What about you, JD? You got a survivor take that you had that you were like, whoa, 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 whoa. way <laughs> wrong. Uh, Rupert. I
3: loved him in the first episode when he was stealing shoes, when we first yeah. made him and the whole pirate vibe that he had. But <laughs> I don't even think I made it to the shoes. second episode before I was like, oh, this guy's a lot. This guy is a lot. And then by the second episode, I just, I was out on Rupert. Right. hundred percent. I know people loved him, uh, but I just couldn't handle it. So
1: I'll, I'll sort of piggyback with that. Um, I've compared Marianne to a Rupert here mm-hmm, on uh, sure. this very no buffs uh but I think that was proven to look silly last night especially yeah. yes just try and imagine Rupert
4: uh, <laughs> saying you know
1: saying anything sort of eloquent uh at us at a tribal council um and I don't think you uh you can do that so yeah um Marianne's interesting now and like people were saying like what does this change the perception of her even? Uh, Moving forward Out Mm -hmm. there On the island And how people think about her And whether that Makes her a bigger threat Like we talked about Or the idea Of she goes longer and Stuff like that Uh, Here's a question from Zachary With Tori and Rox out Who tops the GOAT rankings As someone you would want To bring to the end With no shot to win I think Marianne is number one This is Zachary writing that They don't expect her To do well in front of the jury Okay I also can't see people Bringing Romeo to the end And dealing with his paranoia so this is funny. Last week we had a question. I can't remember if it was from Zachary or not, but we said, uh, hypothetical final three, Rox, Tory, right. and Marianne. Those were the three, and we were debating, oh, geez, who would, they, who would get the votes? Who would get the million dollars? Well, two of them are gone. Mm-hmm. So who, who do you think is like, is there even a GOAT? Uh, out there, and not greatest of all time. That's always drove me nuts. Goat and Survivor as the like <laughs> sacrificial. Yes, exactly. Uh, that you want to sit beside because they have no chance. Is, is it is it Marianne? Is it Romeo? Is it somebody else?
2: I don't think there's a clear cut goat. Probably those are your two closest uh, candidates, though Marianne and Romeo, just because they're both kind of on the bottom right now. But I feel like Marianne has shown some chops in the past two episodes. She had the emotions as a weapon moment uh, from two weeks ago yep. that you, y'all did with Tass, and then she had her eloquent speech at Tribal Council yesterday. You're like, okay, she's showing a little bit of social game here. Maybe that means that she can pull something off as we get further yeah. on down the line, but I don't, necess- I don't think she's going to win, and I also don't think Romeo's going to win. He seems to be left out of votes quite a bit yep. uh, so far, and he's been having to scramble. Obviously, High will be wanting to get him back at some point, you would think. So I don't know, but uh, yeah, like Marianne maybe is the most goody I would say, but even she doesn't feel like a total
3: goody. Yeah, no. yeah, JD. Yeah, I mean I don't think she's goody at all, especially after last night. Um, she turns out she's very eloquent when she wants to be, mm-hmm. and uh, she found a hidden immunity idol, sat on it, and activated it, and uh, she doesn't have it anymore. But that mm-hmm. is something on her resume, so I would be very reluctant to take her to the end. Romeo is the obvious answer, but uh. Jonathan also after his uh not great episode uh, I can't see him st- standing there and uh pitching his case in a in a compelling way yeah yeah um because it would be very easy for Lindsay to literally stand up and say uh yeah remember that thing you tried to do and you couldn't do it because it was uh, bonkers and uh, not a good idea and I talked you out of that yeah you didn't know what you were doing out there at the island so
1: I mean yeah the first question because of the way they do the final uh, tribal councils now because it's like this collective like let's talk it out you can see it now if Jonathan's there okay you outplayed us because you're a beast Mm -hmm. and you outlasted us because you're there tell us Jonathan how you outwitted us what did you do?
2: You thought there were 51 triangles. I thought there were
1: <laughs> It's like, yeah. So, okay, he's on your list. I think Romeo, I honestly don't see him winning the game. I think he will be, I think it'll be fascinating whether, well, he's only there even last night because I think Omer and Hai, to some extent, are like, keep him around. Yeah. Uh-huh. I exactly. would like to be sitting next to him maybe at the end for my chances to win. Uh, what about Lindsay? I, like is she, I mean, I'm like, she's, a, she's got a little bit of a Natalie
2: game going on right now. I, I think I we'll see if she, we'll see if she ends up making some moves. Like if she's the one who gets out Jonathan, that's probably a big move for her. Or if she targets high and is able to pull something off against him. But yep. she's definitely, she's definitely behind Jonathan right now, using him as a meat shield and kind of under the radar. Yep. I agree. She hasn't pulled a lot of stuff so far.
3: I don't know. I think that she just when talking to Jonathan and basically explaining to him you don't understand the relationships around here like I do. And I think she knows people. I think she pays attention to people. Yep. I think she's very well liked and watching her do that challenge yesterday. Um, and all the challenges, she, really,
1: she could win. She, yeah, exactly. A lot of these.
3: Yeah. And she went toe to toe on that last swimming challenge with Jonathan, yep. the beast. Like he, she was right there with him yep. right up until they had to climb out of the water there.
1: Um, so uh, So you think a path for her winning is obviously string together a few individual immunity wins. Yeah. And then, of course, has all these relationships or appears to, uh, and may look. The other thing is Taku. They might just try and run this thing. Right. They have four of them. They could they have an extra vote. And we're talking Jonathan, Marianne, Omaro, So the Go Connection, Go Train Alliance, Go Train yeah. Alliance. Excuse me, and then uh, Lindsey. It's it's lined up for them to do this. Yeah. And you could almost make the case where I could see a lot of them within that four going, this is not bad. I don't I don't see many of them of the four going, oh, I don't like this. I don't want to be there with these other three. Right. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I think Romeo to me is my my number one would be a goat yeah. that I'd be like. And I think he's, again, like I said, Omer and uh, maybe hi are going to be like fighting to see who can sort of get him. Final one. This is a funny one from Jose does does omer have the ugliest shirt in survivor history oh. okay jose not a fan of the emu shirt okay get it right everybody it's oh, an emu it's not an ostrich. an ostrich no sure. it's an emu um i mean it's in your face it's bold you see it yeah. it's a tie-dye orange shirt at that yeah, with those crazy eyes uh so well what do you think uh tk you're our, the guy that knows fashion here that's an ugly shirt.
2: It's a pretty ugly. That's shirt. I on mean, purpose, right? That's an right?
1: ugly shirt. I have, I don't, is it? Is
2: it? Well, he on, loves he loves animals. So he maybe, loves animals. Yeah. He's an exotic animal <laughs> lover. Yeah, yeah, he's a veteran handler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so you know, he's showing, he's representing. It'd be like me wearing a Chicago Bull shirt. He's just <laughs> yeah. showing off for mm-hmm. a, an emu. Uh... But, yeah, I mean, that's that's an ugly shirt. But uh, the <laughs> ugliest? I don't know. I w- we were looking up some shirts uh, <laughs> before the show. And, of course, a uh, classic one is Lil wearing a Boy Scouts <laughs> uniform. <laughs> I think she was tricked, though, right? Like, yeah. They said they were going for press photos, yeah. and then yeah. she ended up having to wear. That's <laughs> when they used to
1: do this. And <laughs> that's why you have people out there the in, like, time. three-piece suits and, yeah. That yeah.
2: would be the worst to me, yeah. wearing a three-piece suit. Other weird ones, uh, John Cochran wearing a sweater vest. <laughs> on yeah, the yeah. island, yeah, that's yeah. hilarious. And coach's a uh, black shirt with like the embroidery on. Oh it. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty brutal. Good one. But good for coach. Yeah,
1: yeah and... let's throw Russell Hans's fedora in the mix. Yeah, so, uh, but uh, JD, what do you think? I have a picture of Hans, but no fedora.
3: <laughs> no, <laughs> God. he didn't wear that on the
1: island.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's a press photo of some kind. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, do you have anyone else to add to
3: the list, Jamie? Yeah, I, I'll bring uh, bring my man Rupert back again. I hated this tie-dye tank top. <laughs> what a look. Know. I've heard Tyson uh, joke on his podcast, <laughs> just this is now your brand. Everywhere oh, yeah. you show up, you have to be wearing this hideous. It's not even a good tie-dye, <laughs> no, I don't think. No. Like, it's... Uh, it's like a swirly thing. It's like, oh, I'm on. are you on your way to Survivor or a Grateful Dead concert? Um, another one that I didn't love, at least in the early days of his game, and I love this guy, Zeke. Oh, yeah, the floral. Now, <laughs> the floral print is fine, but the way it's clashing with <laughs> the buff, yeah. like he's wearing an orange buff, but it's pink and blue, sort of dark <laughs> pastels, it's a lot for the eye. To take in, I I was not a fan, and as he got dirtier and dirtier, was I was more and more fine with it, and then also just the probably the douchiest outfit was Colton, <laughs> 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 with his uh, Abercrombie and Fitch uh, shorts, a pink uh, what is that a golf shirt or whatever, yeah, and then the jaunty uh, cardigan. <laughs> Uh, tied around his neck. A sweater uh, around the yeah, neck. <laughs> that's not, crazy. Not d- perfect for his character. Was that first season or returning uh, season? That's a great question. I think it was, I think I saw a picture of him with Caleb. He was in Caleb's, like, ho- Caleb was... uh you know carrying him around you know yeah. like a child yeah <laughs> and he was wearing that so it might have been blood versus water for that, one. that <laughs> but uh i am a uh, i'm 100% in on this shirt though oh I okay just ordered one during the break get out of here i did
2: are you serious
3: yeah i <laughs> want it
2: what did you google
3: uh, E-Mu shirt. O- omar's uh, shirt and i uh, unfortunately oh, comes right up yeah unfortunately i had to get it in uh, double XL. Oh, because J- XL wasn't available.
1: But I wanna it. be wearing it for when
3: Omar wins the game. Uh-huh. You, okay,
1: JD said this before we went live on the air. You are convinced more now than ever. Every episode I'm more and more convinced. Okay, go on. Why? Why is Omar winning this?
3: <laughs> this, this okay, the Go Train Alliance still has not been revealed <laughs> to the world, and that's it's just it's, it's, it's been driving me insane. <laughs> So that tells me that a Canadian is winning this thing okay. because they don't want to. They don't want to have two Canadians. It doesn't want to make a trumpet it to the world that two Canadians are dominating in this game. So that's that's part of it. Okay. But during the race talk yesterday, uh, Marianne, it was a almost a throwaway line. It was a, in context, but she made a point yep. of saying that a Muslim has never won the game. Hmm. Hmm. And now. I just want to remind everybody that there are editors, many editors, working on this show, and every single thing that's spoken is in the show for a reason. Now, was it to illustrate her point? Absolutely. Yes. But I think that it's to set us up for our first Canadian and Muslim to win Survivor. Well, second Canadian.
1: Second Canadian, sorry. First, <laughs> first Canadian man. Yeah, there you go. Oh, wow. Right. Well, I'd be happy. He was my uh, preseason pick. Oh. I've never called it right. Never been correct about a Survivor winner. So <laughs> I think you're right this time. Uh, I would love to see it. I also had a fact back to him loving birds. Kula Kula. Did you notice that's the name of the tribe yep. now that they're all one? He came up with it because Kula is the national bird of Fiji. Huh. Um, and it's like some sort of parrot. Wow, that's
2: a cool looking He'd, bird.
1: Yeah, it's a beautiful looking parrot, and uh, he says it's something he works with and he loves uh, every day as a as this um, exotic veterinarian. So there you go. I love. And the they doubled it up. It's cooler but they call it Kula Kula
3: Kula Kula. Is cooler. It's cooler cooler, man. You like I love. It? I love every time I see it on the screen. Yeah, and it's in that purple. Purple the pops. I mean, we mm-hmm. love purple. Look around.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but it just every time I see it, I go Kula Kula. You should see the flag he did. Oh, I haven't he seen basically it. drew the bird and it's incredible. They're they're saying it's the greatest uh flag ever made, painted. It's
4: like <laughs> just, an artist just, too.
1: There's nothing this guy can't do. Give it give it to him already, guys. Yeah. Give it to him. There's uh I believe it's uh Dalton Ross maybe has like the deleted scene or at least this extra scene of them painting it and why he came up with it and all that that's a nice painting <laughs> it's, it's very yeah.
2: nice it is nice it's an accurate bird especially yeah. it just like freestyle
1: it. i know right? shading on this <laughs> wow. it's good easy it's really really good uh <laughs> all right so those are our tree mail questions uh if you have more for next week after next week's uh episode of survivor again tweet them in at NoDunks inc on the end there or you can drop them in the youtube comments below or email them in no dunks at the let us know it's jd wright is Omar winning this season. Not just me, you to. as well. Well, yeah, yeah. No, I love I love to hear it. But, uh, you know, I did catch that too, the line from Marianne. I said, hmm, didn't need to be in here, but mm-hmm. it's there. What does that mean? Are they just trying to <laughs> – they might be trying to mess with us though, J.D. The yeah, editors. maybe. They already did that with the, uh, what, the preseason hype video. Uh, you know, yeah. it got us there. That's true. they are just toying with us. they are just puppet masters.
3: (laughs) I love it. I love it. Toy with me, Jeffrey.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, let's take our final break. When we come back, uh, we'll look ahead to next time on Survivor and make some predictions who's going home in the next episode. Don't go anywhere.
4: Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card.
1: Okay, back with no buffs. There is that Kula bird. What a cool-looking bird. That's a beautiful cool bird. Bird of Fiji there.
3: And then here's the flag.
1: Okay, this is what we were just talking about. Great work, JD. Um, yeah, you got Jonathan's big old arms getting in the way a little bit as he hangs <laughs> it up. But Yeah, you can look at that bird in the middle. I guess Omer did that. And That's uh, amazing. That's one of the best. Gotta be. I mean, I can't remember really any of the other ones, but nope. I feel very confident saying that's one of the best flags <laughs> ever made, especially the bird part of it all.
2: So nothing ever came from uh, Drea having the paint on her arm. Right? That's a great point. They went through this whole thing of painting. Yeah. And now Drea, or now Tori's gone, so nobody's going to ever ask about it again.
1: Yeah, in theory. I thought that was going to be a thing. (laughs) You'd think so. (laughs) It turns out, one thing on Survivor, if you get paint on you... Doesn't matter. Any yeah. Anything you say, people are like, oh, all right. Yeah. So you'll get asked about it once, and then you just say whatever you want, and then it's just moving on. Yep. And so uh, <laughs> that's something for everybody playing uh, future seasons of Survivor <laughs> to know. It's not important. Just say the first thing that comes to your mind of why paint. paint is on you, and then, okay, let's move on from there. Uh, so next time on Survivor... Uh, I didn't really take notes in what was actually happening. Not that it matters. You know, they show you all these things, and (laughs) it's like, okay. Uh, But I do know next week's episode is titled, Tell a Good Lie, Not a Stupid One. Mm -hmm. So, it's prediction time. Who says that? (laughs) And then who's going home, uh, Trey? Talk it out here. What what do you think happens? Tell a good lie, not a stupid one? Yeah, who drops that line? That's a Mike line.
2: Interesting. Oh, that's good. I I don't know. It seems like something he would say.
1: Yeah, I think... I think it's a uh, Mike is good. I could see High saying it too. Sure. Uh, Put me down for Romeo. Romeo, I could okay, see too. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So you're going Romeo with that. Romeo says okay, the Okay. You line. take Romeo. You take Mike. I'll take High. Okay. Right? Uh, for the line, tell a good line, not a stupid one. Uh, and then, what do you think, uh, Trey happens next week? We're down to eight. We have. You know, very little time before really the finale, if we usually head in with, like, six. And, like, we've talked about, there are the three amulets. There is still an idol that Mike has. Yeah. We don't know if other idols go back into play. We got a bunch of extra votes. We've got the, the knowledge is power that Dre has. Like, something has to be probably thrown out there next week, right? You would think so. Uh It's at least got
2: a—like, these advantage amulets have been around since episode one. Like, one of the very first scenes yeah. of the season, and nothing— I mean, they barely even talk about it or the mechanics of it. I guess they talked about it at the fake merge for a little, but I would like to see one of those activated. I would love to see Drea steal Mike's immunity idol, but I think Romeo's going to go home. This Mm. seems to be a pretty predictable boot order, I do feel like, this season. Obviously, things last night were a little bit different, but it feels like the people that are on the bottom going into the tribal councils, there's usually two of them. One of them is always going home. The blindsides even don't really feel like blindsides so far. So, Romeo being on the bottom, I think he stays there. Okay. JD,
1: predictions for next week's
2: Survivor
3: episode, episode 10. Yeah, I predict that High is going home. Whoa. I think that the amulet holders, the other amulet holders, Lindsay and Drea, are going to go after High just to get rid of him, to increase the power of their own amulets. And that's what I think is happening. I think that that high is starting to lose it a bit. I think he is a a threat out there. So that's what I think is going to happen. And uh, I think you're right, Trey. It is possible that Mike loses his advantage because I can't can't imagine Drea telling anyone and giving him any sort of heads up that I'm coming for that idol. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So... And how mad will he be? He'll be so angry. Oh, he would be so angry. Yeah. (laughs) What? I can't lie.
1: Yeah. Uh, Very excited for episode 10. Like we talked about off the top. Excited to see how this last Tribal Council is is handled in them coming back after that super emotional uh, Tribal Council where two idols are played and the fallout and all of that. And, like, you know, is Jonathan still, like fuming from sure. he, what he thinks, you know, being accused of something that he's not, how does he handle it? What about Lindsay? She seemed very like emotional too, at that mm-hmm. tribal council with what going on. I mean, she could have been going home. Uh, she, what, there was like, what a 17% chance, yeah. I think of her going home. If Tori pulls the, the right scroll. Um, so really excited to see the fallout. I think there's a big reason why we had that whole Mike being skeptical about voting out Roxroy yeah. and the blowback that would come from that mm-hmm. I think that's put in there. I think it's a, an astute point from him, and then I think that's going to come into play here with him and High, and just, like, the other people that are, quote-unquote, in their alliance, like, what are you doing? What's going on here? Right. Why did this go down? Uh, and then, yeah, and then, of course, who wins the idol and stuff like that? Can't wait. Very, very excited. And I'm with you guys. The, this amulet thing, when does this happen? Do do any of the two people of the three start to get a little greedy now that we're down to eight and start seeing? You especially so. if it, if it's only good to go until six, um, you know, that's all that Lindsay has. Right. That's all that High has. Drea, she has other things. So right. she maybe like, that won't be like at top of mind for her, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, she's got knowledge and power. She's got to the other place. But um, we'll see. Can't wait. So do we know? Can, say hi. Can he use his amulet
3: as is right now?
1: No, I thought So that. they
3: have to come together and it's yeah. just one.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And it's, it's I mean, game. weird if if Taku four is strong, like I said, that's four of the eight right. and there are extra votes with Marianne that really put them into a power position if they want to like how is that are they gonna stick with this uh, man and if they and if they are and the other four know about it, it's not like they don't have things that they could use mm-hmm. uh mainly of course taking uh well using the idol how they want to and uh you know that would be weird then for. Andrea to take it from Mike if she has to ultimately work with him Right. if they're in the four but they yeah. have the extra vote there's a, there's a lot of uh, you know things that are going to go wrong I assume and which is why we have uh, tell a good lie not a stupid one there's going to be some uh, bad <laughs> lying maybe uh, and we'll see who has the quote and what we'll, more importantly yeah we'll see who's telling these stupid lies yeah I like that
2: question <laughs> from Andreas and uh, the live tribe who told the stupid yeah, lie that's the
1: real question and Jonathan, what is it probably Jonathan I think Jonathan mm. put me down for Jonathan going home you think he's going yep think it's time yeah yeah i do i do i think it's uh well i mean ultimately look i could win another thing he's proving like that he won a challenge that generally isn't for the big dude so if it's water based at all he's in good shape yeah i mean he really is going to be screwed if there's a puzzle Mm -hmm. and you know there's a lot of puzzles in these usually so we're probably going to be due for a puzzle Feels like it yeah so maybe he'll be vulnerable we'll see that's next week that's no buffs next Thursday. Hope you guys join us here in the Classic Factory. We'll call it here for now. You want to uh, blow out sexy St. Jeff or uh, put him out with your hand? When you first lit that today, by the way, there was a weird smell. Yeah. It was like a dangerous smell. <laughs> <I don't laughs> toxic know, smell. Yeah, I don't know. know what's what's going on with our. <laughs> maybe the wick has gotten down <laughs> to below the towel. I thought it
2: was just the sulfur from the match, but it, it was too it intense. Was the, yeah, it was, it was the way candle. too much intense. Now.
1: All right, well, the uh, Sexy Saint Jeff candle is out, which means we will see you next time on No Bus. Until then, the Tribe is spoken